Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they keeping it the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. It's your boy DJ Bugsy. It's episode 10 featuring Tiz215, top dickhead of Philly. Hey, why well, can't say myself, bro? <laughs> like you introduce yourself, why well, can't introduce myself? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, can I introduce myself? Yeah. All right. It's your boy Tiz Two One Five. You already know top dickhead of Philly, man. We in the building, man. I'm in here with my man Walter about the Benjamins. You know what I'm saying? We we about, we about to get popping though. <laughs> Yo. So, bro, I just want to kind of like first say, man, you funny as shit, and you know a lot of these people that come on Instagram is like they'll come, they'll do clips. And then you won't hear from them, but I feel like you got staying power. So I want to know how did it all start for you? Way before Instagram, like when your childhood, the beginning, before you, before you started to take off. I want to know like the beginning. Can you get into that? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, well, I always been tears. The okay. father's tears. You know I'm saying I always make people laugh, and like my personality was always what it is and what you see on Instagram. Okay. You know what I'm saying, but uh, when I first started, I actually started before Instagram. I started on YouTube, doing skits. Okay. You know what I'm saying. Okay. Then I, I escalated that shit to uh, short films and mm-hmm. then Instagram. Like, honestly, I didn't even want to do Instagram skits. Like, my friends did me to do Instagram skits. They're like, oh, bro, like, you might as well just do that, John. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? That, that shit easy. You do the Instagram, John. But my mindset is way bigger than one minute. Okay. Like, I feel like if I do a one minute Instagram skit, then I'll be wasting an idea on, on something big, like like a short film okay. or something that, that, that's way bigger than just Instagram. But I did yeah. it and now I'm doing it. So now I'm just doing it all. Right. So, yeah. so by you, by your friends kind of like telling you you should do it. Do you regret it or you feel like it's, it's putting you where you need to be or no. where it's going to possibly put you where you need to be? Yeah, I'm actually kind of happy that I decided to do it because it's like, like everything that I get from from doing the Instagram shit, mm-hmm. like far as like my followers and, and everything I'm gaining from it, I can take that and put that right towards my films, what I really want to do, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So far as just like mm-hmm. just building that fan base from Instagram and then just showing them another side, Okay. just like the, like, like the short films and shit in the movies. And speaking of short films, you have a new short film coming out called Lucid. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I seen the trailer and I was actually shocked yeah. that it was you uh-huh. that got out the car and it was you that shot the person. Then you went in the bathroom and put a gun to your head. So what is that all about? What is that short film about? Yeah, I, I killed myself twice. You know what I'm saying? But it's basically, it's, a, um, mm-hmm. it's like a suspense drama. Okay. Suspense drama. Uh, lucid. You ever heard of Lucid Dreaming? No. Like basically, like, it's, mm-hmm. it's like uh, I got an alter ego. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. So I got an evil side and I got a, a good side. A good side. So basically what you saw in that clip, it was actually my bad side. And your good side. And my good side. The so my good side was me that got killed. Right. And the bad, bad side was me that, that was in the mirror. But that's all I can tell you. I can't even tell you much. I don't come in soon. You know what I'm saying? I don't want right. to spoil it for you. Okay. But yeah, that's, 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 that's mainly like basically what it's about. Now, also you got a other, another film coming out with Tyrone. Can you talk a little about writing for that? Like, like what's your, how do you get into the mode of writing? Because it seems like you are like all over, like when it comes to writing, you're not, it's nothing basic about it. So I'm trying to figure out where you getting your inspiration, where you pulling your idea from. Uh, well, you know, like when you do stuff like that, like far as writing, you definitely gotta have a clear mindset and you gotta be focused. Mm-hmm. Like if you got a lot of things distracting you, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be as fluid as it, as it was if you was just able just to focus on that, on that okay. one thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? But far as me, like, I just, like, m- like my like my whole mindset is just crazy. I got a, I got a different mindset when it comes to this comedy <laughs> shit. Like, I always think outside the box. 
You okay. I, I like I like doing shit that that, that motherfuckers that be scared to do. You feel me? Right. You know what I'm saying. So it's like, as far as like the Tyrone movie is crazy. How, how mm-hmm. that happened because I actually got uh, called by Peter Parker. He, okay. Peter Parker hit me up. He was like, Yo, I got I got this idea. Right. I want you to uh, be a part of it. Okay. I want you to write it. So I said, All right. right. But he ran an idea, but I'm like, All right, that should be that should be dope. But at the time, you know, you know Tyrone, Tyrone that shit was popping. Right. So I'm like, All right, but so I wrote the script. Mm-hmm. And then we just started shooting, and after that, that shit was just. And when do you have a date set for that? When no, we actually don't have a date right now, but it's, okay. it's, it's, it's definitely coming soon. Definitely okay. coming soon. So I want to get into rap battles, man. Now you just fresh off a of rap battle. Can you talk a fresh little bit about rap battle? Yeah, talk about the rap battle that you did actually today. Uh, easy win, man. Okay. Easy dub. You know what I'm saying, winning that <laughs> chin tall and shirt long. You know what I'm saying, like fit it to the side. Had my niggas in the back. You know what I'm saying, yeah, right? Gripping your shirt. Yeah. Easy dub, man. Three wins. I said three wins, three round one. Okay. Yeah, sweet though. But it it, it was a mm-hmm. good experience though, cause this is my right. first time actually like doing a, a rap battle. Like you know I okay. do it on Instagram. I right. Do, I do the, the rap DVD joints. Be like, but that should be be more so like, <laughs> all right, if if I fuck up, then we can do it again. We can keep right. it again. But today it was like that shit was live, so I had to really really go in. There wasn't too many times that I could fuck up, cause then yeah. it'd, be, it'd be a rap. Yeah, but it, it definitely was a it definitely was a good experience though. So growing up watching Two Raw for the Streets, We Run the Streets, mm-hmm. Headshots, who were who were some of the people that you was like, yo, this boy really can rap back in the day? Uh Hattie. Hattie was my favorite. Okay. Hattie, uh Shout out to Joey J. Yeah, Reed Dollars. Okay. Uh NH. Oh yeah. For sure. NH my Shout out to NH. NH. Every time nigga rap, nigga give me the chills. Definitely definitely NH, man. Yo, NH. He is that bull. So and another thing that's crazy about it all is the whole white t-shirt thing. Cause back that's all they wore in the battles. So it's like, and if you're not from Philly, you don't really know. But the way you what how did you come up with being funny and then Tiffy got in it, he knocked you out cold. Like how did that skit come about? Because that's like one of my favorite ones. Cause uh well honestly, I I had this I had this skit called 50. Like okay. it, it was a, it was a whole concept like basically me and my me and my man was beefing over fifty cent, but, okay. but instead of us shooting it out, right. we, we did the old rap disc. Okay, you know what I'm saying so one day I was at work and I just I'm like I'm watching that joint so I just recorded the rap part and then I just threw it on Instagram and then it went crazy. Okay. I'm like damn like this like that shit really was popping. Right. So I said all right fuck it I'm, I'm gonna do another joint. So mm-hmm. so that, that's when I did the other joint uh, when I was like I'm your boss so you gonna do what I say say you follow up to me I'm correct you day day. That shit, that shit made world started that same night. Woke up, that shit was at a million views. Right. Everybody was talking about that shit. And it's crazy because I got all the niggas that I used to watch. And right. the DVD era, they always like, yo, this joint crazy. That's how we really used to be. So by like me right. seeing that shit, I'm like, damn, like, like I started something. You feel yeah, me? Absolutely. I'm like, I'm like, damn, like, you know, everybody was missing that era. Like everybody was missing the rap DVD era. Right. You know what I'm saying? That the baggy shirts that like everybody going back and forth. Like everybody missed that shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So true. when I saw that, I'm like, damn, I'm like, fuck it. Right. I gotta keep doing these John, but if I'ma keep doing them, right. I gotta I gotta touch every everything that happened in the era. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if, yeah. if I didn't do the Joey J hash shit, it it's only right I, it's only right I did that. You know what I'm saying? Cause that <laughs> yeah. was a big part of the rep DVD. It era. was and he got knocked the fuck out, yeah. but yeah, it, it was definitely So, so in that definitely. way <laughs> <laughs> it did, I mean So it did, but I mean on some real shit though, it don't matter, man, because there's a lot of people that had problems and issues that happened during that era yeah. that was on tape, man. You, you know what I'm saying? You see them today, and they still evolving. They still doing shit, so you got to sure, respect for it. For sure, for sure, for sure. Hey, my God, oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to get into fatherhood because you, you consistently promote that, and that's real important. Yeah, for sure. But you did a skit about 
deadbeat baby moms. Right. And I really, I really like that joint because I feel <laughs> like people don't realize how that really is. Like it's really like if they if if a, if a woman keeps a child from you. I always said this. That's considered to me a deadbeat. Right. So can sure. you explain to me how that skit came about? That's one of my favorite ones as well. Uh, well, basically, like the the, the the same thing you just said. Like far as like people always looking at at, at us, like all right, the males be deadbeat, this and that. Like right. Like it, it, he he not in that child life because he don't want to be in a child life. Not even knowing sometimes it it, it be the baby moms, moms be on some shit, and then once they realize like other people that, that, that's that's really paying attention see that you don't got your child right and you automatically there's nothing you can do but you're a dibby like, you know what i'm saying so it's like and mm. i just wanted to just sure. do it from my point of view right and just, and just show motherfuckers like no like right. these these chicks be dibby too and it's also <laughs> some some single single fathers out here that's right. taking care of kids by themselves without the mom like, you know what i'm saying yeah yeah that's so, true yeah so i just wanted to just touch bases on that just and i notice a lot of the characters in your skit some it'll be it, it'll be both voices. You'll be both voices. Yeah, I do all the voices. I do all the voices. So, because I know you said something about Martin Lawrence being a goat. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about Martin Lawrence? Because he's a guy that kind of like did that on a Martin Lawrence show. Mm-hmm. Do you kind of like inspired from that? Cause yeah, it's, sure. And Eddie Murphy too. I got to give yeah, Eddie Murphy yeah, credit yeah, yeah, and as Eddie well. Murphy for sure. So talk a little bit about Martin and how you're able to use your voice to switch your voices up mm-hmm. and sound like other people in your skits. Because a lot of people I don't think realize this. A lot of them voices, them other voices be your, yeah, your voice. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, you really sure. peep it. They, de- they definitely all be me and shit, but... But Martin, I mean, I grew up with Martin. Like my mom, my dad, right, cousins, everybody. Martin, Martin, <laughs> Martin, and Martin. Martin, that kind of show that still, even to this day, it be, it's younger kids that that's talking about it. Right, you know I'm saying like I I hear eight year olds, seven year olds that be watching Martin. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. After all these yeah. years, like that show was before his time. Like you feel me? Right. And it's like with Martin, far as Martin, and I can compare him to myself because, mm-hmm. like, just like he he can do the different characters. I don't know if you ever saw my character Uncle Rodney. No. I you gotta check it out. Yeah, I play this old man with the, with, with the wig and shit. And I can you do it right now? Like, hey, 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 tears. <laughs> this Uncle Rodney, but we don't ask that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, he tears humble and shit. Okay, yeah, he tears so, humble or why? Yeah, so basically, like, I can just see myself, like, like basically, like, Martin just, like, he, he, he got, he got multi-talents. Like, he can switch it up. Like, he can, he, he can, be. Shit, he could be a, a shenanigan. He, he can be, be a karate, karate boy. That was one of my favorite jokes. Yeah. He could be Jerome. He can right. just play different characters. And then it, it's so believable to the point where they don't even call him Martin. They call right. that Sinead, but it's really Martin. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like it, it's just it's just crazy, and that's how I can just see myself being, and that's how I would want to be, like right. as far as testing my talent with this shit. You know what I'm saying? Not just only being always being tested, but I can be this person or that person or mm-hmm. do different shit. All right, so let's talk a little bit about hip hop. So when did you first, besides the rap battle, who was the artist that kind of like? made you want to listen to it did you ever have a moment where you wanted to rap as opposed to doing comedy yeah I, it's crazy because i used to rap before i did the comedy shit like when seriously I was like, what was your rap name t bills t bills yeah t bills man oh, i was broke shit though i ain't, I ain't no money oh, t bills i was, I was grinding to pay my bills I was broke shit. <laughs> but no but no i used to i used to rap before i used to act though for real? Yeah, when I was like 18 me and my man mo we had an old mixtape we had, we had like mm-hmm. like 18 songs in that joint okay yeah. But you quit. Nah, you I just stopped, started doing the comedy shit. Yeah. You know I'm saying the talent was always there though. I just, I just, right. I just put it away for a little bit. Okay. You know what I'm saying, but now I think I'm a, I'm about to start. Mm-hmm. Really just really killing, killing them in all links. Like why not? Okay. That's okay. dope, man. So all right, so because I feel like at this point, I mean you, 
Rich Dollars, like all y'all, man. Like, it's so much talent in the city. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel, I want to talk a little bit about Philly versus Philly, mm-hmm. Philly versus everybody. Do you feel like now that you're taking off, do you still have that same circle of friends? Are you cutting people off? Like, where are you at now as far as friendships and building friendships and keeping those friendships because of the success? I mean, I, I, I lost friends, but in the same token, I got the same friends. I ain't making no new friends. Okay. You feel me? Because it's like right now, like in the situation, that the, the point in my career I'm in now is like, is you around me because of who I am or is you around me because you genuinely fuck with me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, I definitely lost a lot of friends just just from me coming up from who I used to be till now. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, Damn. Yeah, it is what it is. That's, that's all we get though, man. It's crazy. Right. It's crazy. Niggas, niggas be hating, man. <laughs> niggas really be hating. It's sad. Niggas yeah. really be hating. It's sad, man. But why do you think Philly is such a hating city, bro? I mean, even with the whole Bugsy situation that just happened, it's like, why can't we just be happy in our own skin, be successful, do our thing? Why does the hate gotta come? Why do you think that is? I think social media made it worse. <laughs> because you're always in somebody's face yeah, and they can't do it. Social media, then it's like, then it's the bitches. Niggas gotta get fly for the bitches. Niggas gotta right. do this for the bitches instead of actually just doing it for themselves. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or just right. doing it because they just want to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just, it's, it's always a competition. Mm. Like, I feel like a lot of comedians really wouldn't genuinely fuck with each other because it's like we all trying to get to the same place. Right. So if I fuck with another comedian, I'm gonna fuck with him because it's gonna be beneficial to get me to to a to a higher higher point in my career, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like and I, I feel like in Philly that's that's how it is with everything. Even rappers or actors right. or fucking Athletes. trappers, drug dealers, all that shit. Like it's just mm-hmm. like can't nobody come together and get to this like it's it's, it's enough for everybody. Right. But every, but everybody wanna be that only that one only person that make it. So right. they can be on top of everybody and be like, yeah I'm bull. Like, right, you feel me? Right. And that's why I, I really don't fuck with a lot of people. I just stay to myself and just focus on what I'm doing and shit. So. And 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 I and I and, and, and I attest to that because it's look it's like Philly seven years straight has been Meat Mill and P and B Rock. But there's so many talent. talents out here why and they can't yeah. get to that next level and I already know what it is. It's hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Hate. Sad. Not bro. enough Sad. support, man. Not enough support. So do people support you like you want them to support you? Now that you're taking flight, or they, or they kind of like fall on deaf ears. No, I, no, honestly, like uh, a lot of people that that I've been around around now, and they mm-hmm. and they've been supportive. Like a lot of people have been telling me because there was times where I didn't even realize how big I was or how how right. how great the things that I put out was until people like constantly kept telling me. And then once I saw it, I'm like, damn, like yeah, they was telling the truth. Like right. I, I I never really ran into a lot of people who. Who ever try to get me to stop doing what I'm doing or was telling okay. me like, no, nah, bro, this not for you. you know right. what I'm like, I, I always got good advice from from people mm-hmm. that I was around. So, right. So I always been like, yeah, I always been good. I never really got that that doubt from people. That doubt. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you too, bro, because sometimes I feel like comedians hide behind their jokes. Mm-hmm. And prime example, Robin Williams killed himself. He was one of the greats. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like, not you per se, but do you feel like some comedians hide behind their jokes because of real reality and real life situations and they try to use their real life situations, quote unquote, to make people laugh, but at the same time, they're depressed. How do you deal with it? Do you feel like it'll ever come to a point where you'll be in that type of situation where you hide behind your jokes just so you can make people laugh? That makes you happy, but when you come off that stage, you back to being depressed. No, I would I would never do that. If if I ever come to a point in life where I I, I feel like I need to, to use comedy to make me feel better in any situ- any situation that I'm in, I wouldn't do it because I love like the love that I got for it. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I think 
a lot of people do use comedy to cover up what they're going through and also right. to see other people laughing about it to make them feel better. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, me personally, I wouldn't, I, I definitely wouldn't hide behind comedy to do it. I, I At first, I get my shit together and then come back and do it to do what I, do do I want to do. Like, so, you, know you would take a break from it? Yeah, for sure. Definitely take a break for it, for sure. Because right. it's like, you can't even, you can't really concentrate, you can't really be yourself and be 100% with it if you got all these problems going on, you know what I'm saying? Right. And just like I was saying, like, even with writing, like, you gotta have a clear mind for that shit. You can't have right. that many distractions. Because there was plenty of times where I was going through shit with, mm -hmm. with, with my exes and, and my baby moms, and my shit just wasn't there. And then it was times where mm -hmm. I was just happy. Right. And my shit was just flowing, just constantly flowing. I'm like, damn, this shit is, this shit is crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, I, I definitely, uh, I'd rather work it out rather than use this comedy shit for a cover up. Right. Yeah. Now, you know how sometimes when you become successful and a girl that you might have reached out to in high school or college or whatever, mm -hmm. she dissed you because she didn't feel like you was that boy. She rather looked up to this boy. Mm -hmm. Now that you are on another plateau, as them same chicks came around, and what did you say to them? Did you make a skit out of them? What did I say to them? Yeah. A bomb. That's what I said to him. Look at the fucking head. I bombed the kid. Like, it's like, no, no. No, I, no I'm, I'm going to keep it real, though. Like, I mean, in, in, in high school, I was wild, but I wasn't as wild. I think I, I think I got wilder like mm -hmm. once I started doing what I was doing. Okay. Like around the time when I was doing the bid and shit, like that yes. the bid was popping. I was a, I was a whore. Okay. I was a whore, man. Like, it, was, <laughs> it was dead. You know what I'm saying? But then I calmed down. But 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 during school time, I more so was just worrying about right. Just just I don't know. Just being a funny guy. Just I, I used to right. gamble, gamble all the time and just just do all this drama. Shoot dice. Just fun. No, I ain't shoot no dice and shit. But I used, I used to do pity pack. Okay. And, and do shit like that. But I mean, I had, I had a couple chicks. I, I I did have a couple chicks from from high school hit me up like, "Yo, you so funny! Oh my god!" But never said that to me in school. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Man. <laughs> that shit is funny, man. Yeah. It's like you wasn't fuck with me back then, right. but now that I'm you can't say nothing to me. Like now you talking about I'm funny. Like I, bitch, I was funny in high school. <laughs> if you took the time, you'd have known. You know what I'm saying? But it's cool now. <laughs> Yo, that is too funny. Let me ask you a hypothetical question now. Let's say that Pop and Biggie came back alive, mm -hmm. right? And they got in your car. What album would you play for them? What album for? So, so the new rappers? No, from, from, from time they died till now. That's 20 years, bro. I know. So, 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 so you asking me what album of theirs would I play or what album period of, of any rapper that's, that's out that's now? That's out now. Like, since they've been dead that you was like, yo, bitch. Pop, this is the shit you got. These Let's niggas, I probably had to go like a Kendrick Lamar or or uh, or J Cole. Okay. J Cole, like niggas that who actually really, right? Who really rap and really got a meaning behind what they what they rap about. So you ain't yeah. fucking with Future Amigos. No, I fuck with them, but, but I, would, I, I wouldn't play them for Pop and Big though, because they probably be like, hey, you get this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, this, this crazy. I, I wouldn't play the Uzi. I'm glad you brought that up. That's, that's, that's one of my funny. <laughs> that is the funniest skit, bro. Oh, you talking like, about talk about that. that. How did that come about, man? Because when I first seen that picture of him, I didn't know. I was like, yo, that's just on another level, bro. Like, seriously. And he's from Philly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he was drawn. He was drawn. <laughs> like and that's just what I do. Like, I drop him right. the fuck up. Like it ain't, okay. it, ain't, it ain't no hard feelings. It's all love and shit. You know I fuck with Uzi. I fuck with, I fuck with his music. Okay, but but if you ain't shit, I had to grind him up. You know what I'm saying and everybody be asking like Yo Tiz, like you got to grind him up. So I I be I be doing it for the fans. Grind him up real quick. Right. But yeah, he, he definitely draw. He definitely <laughs> he definitely was in his bag. His mom bag. Like he was drawing. <laughs> and then Amber Rose. So. She said what she said about Philly chicks, and then you—that's one of that. Well, actually, that's the first skit I've seen. I'm like, yo, who is this boy? I, yeah. 
but like what I want to know is the process because you got so many things in one skit. So you got the A, you got the knob, then you got the robot. Like how like how does that whole process work for people that I don't know. I don't want you to give you yeah, tips I, you away. Know, I can't get my formula out, but you know, I, like, like I said, I told you, I got a crazy mindset, <laughs> and, and I think out, outside the box. box you feel right. Me? On top How of long delivery. did it take you to come? Because it seemed like it popped up fast after she said what she said. Oh, yeah, I'm right, I'm right on it. Right on it. That shit, <laughs> that shit that, it flow. It flow. It flow. Like, you know, you, you know, I, I come from the era, like, the right. grind time shit. Like, you know, yeah. you know, we actually started that shit. Like, that, fuck out of here. I want to grind you the fuck up. The bus right. and all that shit. So, yeah. Yeah, so that shit is natural, man. That shit just, that shit just came to me. I, I just look yeah. at her and be like, oh, hey, all right, I'll go by. <laughs> and I just, and that shit is just, that shit is just come, man. Of course. Yo, man. So Southwest Philly is lit right now, man. You got Bugsy, yourself, Rico Havoc. Do you? It's like because and the last time Southwest Philly was lit to me, in my opinion, was Enos three dollars during that time. But now it's like I feel like y'all taking over, man. There's nothing wrong with that because it's still Philly. But it's like, when is it all gonna come together as one, man? It's like. You got one section that's lit, mm-hmm. but then everybody else trying to scramble and trying to figure it out, man. You got some advice for these cats, man. That's do you have people that's cloning you? Cause I've seen some people trying to do some skits in it, and I'm like, that's not him. What's going on? All right, yeah, I'm gonna touch bases on the Southwest thing. Then we are gonna get to the cloning, y'all. <laughs> man, all I can say is, nigga, just move to Southwest, man. I, 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 I guess, <laughs> I guess it's in the air. You move to Southwest, you, you inhale some some Southwest air. You just and shit is going. <laughs> Shit just gonna happen for you, baby. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so. You know what I'm saying? If you live on the other side of Baltimore, just move on the other side. Right. Come to Southwest and you can be good, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's a Southwest thing, man. Southwest we live right now. Shout out to Rico Havoc too and yeah, Bugsy, man. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Trying to deal with Atlanta Records. So. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's shout out to Mont Brown as well. Yeah, yeah, Mont Brown, heavy yeah. Southwest. Southwest. Yeah. Southwest in the group. Now talk about them clones, man. It's a lot of clones, man. It's a lot of clones, man. <laughs> a lot of clones. <laughs> Do you feel like you gotta keep some stuff in the tuck? Cause do you have material where you like, no, that's not for the gram. Like I gotta hold on to that, or you just you I, I, just I, letting I, it go. I do it, but I just don't tell nobody shit. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, yo, bro, this crazy skit. Let me tell y'all. No. So you do got some top secret shit that's yeah. waiting. Yeah, of course, big shit though. But the shit right. that I got top secret, a lot of niggas can't do. So it don't even matter. <laughs> even if I tell them, they can't do it. You feel me? Like niggas, <laughs> niggas not writing movies. Niggas not writing movies and starting. You know right. Niggas can't think bigger than Instagram. So if, even if I tell a nigga, like, listen, I got this whole idea. Right. And if, if you try to put it together, it's still mm-hmm. it's still not gonna be what it is. Though. Absolutely. Can you talk a little bit about your production company and what are your plans in the future? I know you got the two films, mm-hmm. but are you gonna stay based in Philly or you got plans to go to Hollywood? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, mm-hmm. I, I got plans on Hollywood contacting me rather than me going down there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I just wanna. Right. Like a lot of people go like, yeah, I'm going to LA to chase my dreams, man. I need to right. get out, get out of Philly, and then go to Philly, go to LA and do the same shit. You know what I'm saying? That you could have been in Philly. <laughs> so it's like, why not just grind in Philly? Do what right. you got to do. Have them niggas come to you. If if, if the work and the talent is there, them niggas will call you, tell you to come. They'd be flying you out of LA. Okay. You know so you like, looking for that flight? Yeah, yeah. I ain't, I ain't, Paramount, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't Lion Gate. Yeah, I'm comfortable. Okay. I'm comfortable, man. That's what's up. Well, there you have it, man. To two one five. Got any shout outs, bro? Yeah, man, I want to give a special, special, special shout out to my family first. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's included my friends, my manager, okay. status. Shout out to status. You know so looking this interview, right? Yeah, you already know. You already know the suit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout out to my publicist, Tanika. 
Shout out to my kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just everybody. Shout out to everybody that supported me, man. Shout out to shout out shout out to everybody that supported me because if it wasn't for y'all, it wouldn't be no tears, man. So well, definitely. Shout out to God too as well. So yeah, definitely God because without yeah. him, none of this would be possible. This right. is our Do for Hip Hop Podcast episode ten. Gradwell House to my man Eric, the engineer, powered by him. This is your boy DJ Bugsy. Catch you on the next episode. Peace.